Hey everyone, and welcome to episode zero of the Nerd Federation podcast. I am your host, Will Hernandez, and uh, it's funny <laughs> going for an intro and not really uh, knowing how to transition into this, uh, the rest of this episode. It's a little, it's a little weird. Doing these recordings is always weird for me, even for somebody who has experience with doing um, podcasts in the past, but I've never really figured out how to kind of transition when it comes to that first episode. Anyway, I'm already I'm already rambling. So let me let me take a step back because clicking on this podcast, clicking on this episode, you have an idea about what this is about and what this might be about going forward. So let me start with who I am first. Like I mentioned before, Will Hernandez, I have about 25 years of experience between being a journalist and being somebody who works in public relations and marketing. And you've probably never heard of me before, <laughs> which is more than fine. Actually, kind of the way I, I, I like it. Though, I mean, I was a sports writer back in the day. That's how I started my career. Then I transitioned into doing B2B journalism, which is trade journalism uh, for uh, for the uninitiated. And it's basically writing for businesses. I did that for a very long time, for 12 years. And I basically focused on a niche area of the financial services industry. So it's more like banking and, and payments and you know, I, I I told people when I try to explain it in layman's terms, basically I wrote about companies like Square. That's probably about as simple as I can as I can put it. So use that as context. And I did that for 12 years. Let me go back. Banks too. Like I wrote a lot about what banks are doing in terms of how do you use your credit and debit card and using your phone to pay for stuff. So Going forward, you know, I did that for about 12 years and uh, transitioned into doing public relations and marketing back in 2020. So been doing that for almost four years. And in between that, I have done podcasts. I mean, I've done stuff for my job. I have done stuff uh personally which is interesting uh maybe I'll get into that one of these days but uh it was something personal for a while and my job at the time kind of caught wind of it and then we had to turn it into something for the job which is um a little frustrating <laughs> when I think back at it but um it was, it was something, it was something because we did it every week. I did it every week. So I do have that experience with kind of doing that every week. So, you know, the idea for this really came up, I would say in 2021. And I point to something that I saw. This wasn't the genesis of it, but it was something, there was a Stephanie McMahon quote 
from, and I'm going to click on this story right now. You're going to hear me clickety clackling a little bit as my browser here is acting funny. But um, this story was from 2022. Now, I had already had this idea in late 2021, but this story came out in 2022. Funny how we're almost a full two years later from when this came out. But basically, there was a quote in a press release, and I'll read it right now. Gaming is a priority for WWE to reach our next-gen audience, with over 80% of WWE's audience self-identifying as gamers and nearly 60% of the gaming audience in general, 34 years or younger. Now, it's really it's really the first part of that quote that really struck me because it confirmed something that I had thought about for a long time, and it's about how there's a lot of crossover between the fans of both genres. Most people, at least in my experience, who watch pro wrestling also play video games and kind of like vice versa. So that was kind of this this whole thing, this initiative that we were still seeing waiting to play out with WWE has not come to uh, to pass yet. But it was definitely, it was definitely, um, it definitely influenced my decision to to do this. And, and listen, it's it's two years later, and it, there are various reasons why I delayed getting this started. But it almost came to a point where I really had to make a decision about moving forward with this and really giving this, doing this for a year, and kind of seeing uh, seeing what happens. So. So that that's kind of where the where this comes from, and the reason why I wanted to do an episode zero, and I'm titling it in the beginning, was because I wanted to give kind of an origin story for myself, and quite frankly, get this going in the podcast, the various podcast directories, so uh, so that episode one wasn't the first episode that you see. And now there's going to be something here that people can look back on when they first stumble upon this podcast and kind of figure out, hey, what is this podcast about? Who is this guy, really? Because I'm really, I'm really a nobody in, in many, 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 in many, many ways. But what I wanted to do with this, and it really goes up against what you're what you're seeing now and I want to bring level-headed common sense maybe even intelligent conversations about pro wrestling and video games to the masses because they are two forms of entertainment that are near and dear to my heart and I think right now what you see is that a lot of BS sells per se, especially when it comes to when it comes to social media. So that's kind of where I'm standing with this. And I do want to put my journalism skills to the test to do interviews that hopefully at some point will be sandwiched around the segments on the podcast. 
The interviews are not going to be right away. At least I don't think they are. Though it's funny as I'm recording this episode zero on November 11th. 11-11. I didn't even just <laughs> realize that that was the case. But doing this on this day, I actually saw something that caught my attention on, on X about how Ubisoft was making this investment in some kind of Web3 thing. And that is a topic that I can probably go on and on about. And I actually do know somebody I would love to interview about that topic. So it would strictly be a video game facing conversation and not really talk about pro wrestling at all. But I do think it would be very interesting to kind of use my connections in the industries that I'm involved with now and kind of make make that connection to stuff in video games. So look out for that. That could be something that actually happens right away to get things to get things going. So why in episode zero? It's actually an idea I had from another podcast that I briefly listened to and I really can't remember. I've been racking my brain for the past couple of weeks going into this about what that podcast was that I listened to, but clearly it wasn't enough to kind of capture my attention to keep to keep listening to it. But I thought it would be a good idea again to have that one episode that kind of people look back on and to use a marketing term, public relations term, it's that quote unquote evergreen content that people can go back to and it never it never gets stale. So that was the reason why I decided on an episode zero. So that, again, people who stumble upon this podcast have something to look back on. So another thing, I wanted to use episode zero as an introduction to myself with both genres. I mean, I'm 44, okay? Grew up in New York City. So big... WWF fan, because that was all I really knew that existed back in the day was WWF. So, I mean, I grew up in the height of the 80s when WWF was, I mean, really still is as WWE, a huge deal. So I grew up on Hogan, I grew up on Macho Man, and I grew up on Ultimate Warrior and the Heart Foundation and Mr. Perfect and Ravishing Rick Rude and even Rick Flair for a stint when he was in WWF at that at that point. Um, I mean, the list goes on and on and on about the people who I watched growing up and still to this day have an affinity for in, in many ways. So you've got that aspect of it. Also, during as I got older you become more aware of what you're not watching or what you're not paying attention to. And I think that really did happen during the Monday Night Wars because I never, rarely watched WCW growing up. It just wasn't a thing that we did back in those days because Northeast, you're firmly on the side of WWF. But the thing is, when Hogan signed with WCW, 
that was when they got my attention because I'm a huge, I mean, I still am to this day and <laughs> I'm not going to get into the ins and out of it. Maybe one of these days I, I will, but listen, man, you got to understand growing up in that time, how big Hulk Hogan was in the eighties. I mean, he was ginormous of a figure and you know, I remember going to my uncle's place. He lived in a different part of the neighborhood in Brooklyn where I grew up and going over and watching the first WrestleMania with family and going up to his, when he moved into our building later, going up and watching WrestleMania 3 and Survivor Series and the Rumble and SummerSlam. I mean, he, he ordered all the major shows. Especially doing that huge Hogan-like run. I mean, I was, you know, almost, what is it, four times a month? Uh, four times a year, basically, you're, you're watching that. And, you know, scanning the TV guy back in the day, because that was something that we did. And seeing the next time Saturday night's main event was going to be on NBC. So you got to understand that affinity for Hogan is is something that's a part of my childhood. So that's never you're never going to take that away away from me. But so knowing when he got the WCW and then when I was in college, people started talking about the Monday Night War and you know, I you know, you tune into that and you start watching that more because I did take a break at one point and I got back into pro wrestling kind of Almost at the beginning or near the beginning after when the Attitude Era started because I just couldn't believe what I was seeing that they basically made pro wrestling for quote unquote adults with the Attitude Era. And, you know, that 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 had my interest between that and the whole NWO thing with Hogan leading that. I mean, that was that was powerful stuff for somebody in their late teens and really into into early 20s. So you think about that and then as time went on learning about different like organizations that existed as far as Ring of Honor and New Japan and always having an affinity for ECW. I mean I didn't even I didn't even get into get into that and, and staying up to one, two o'clock in the morning on Saturday nights and watching ECW every every weekend and then trying to go to church <laughs> the next day when I was, you know, in into that. It was it was something else. Uh and then I mean I, I would say as far as the modern era of of what I'm into now, I mean I think a lot of things changed for me when CM Punk got to WWE because I wasn't really watching. I wasn't watching Ring of Honor at all. I didn't even know that existed. I had no idea. No idea that that was a thing. So here's the thing. You start seeing these vignettes of this guy called CM Punk on the WWE version of ECW. And guess what? We're at a time now where you can go to your computer, type in CM Punk and all this information comes up with him, about him on Google. And you start looking and you're like, wait, what is this? What is ROH? What is this Ring of Honor thing? And then you start reading that and you're like, 
also this kind of like this is kind of a, uh, of an homage to ECW. So what happens a little later on? You start going to Ring of Honor shows, and you start getting into that. And though I never really got deep into that, um, into Ring of Honor, I had an immense respect for it because it started to show the type of wrestling that I found myself into where it wasn't as cartoonish as what I had been used to watching WWF slash WWE. Because, listen, after the Attitude Era, era and when WCW was, was bought out by, by Vince... It kind of did get cartoonish there, I thought, for a while. And I always thought, and I'll say this, and I'll talk about this as we go on with this podcast, I felt as though my intelligence was being um, brought into question every time I, I would watch WWE. So, you know, I'll fast forward quickly and just kind of talk about that one year where they showed Russell Kingdom on U.S. pay-per-view here, and that was all Jeff Jarrett's doing, if I'm not mistaken, through uh, the whole Global Force Wrestling thing. And if you remember, Matt Stryker and Jim Ross were hired to do the English commentary for that year's Wrestle Kingdom. And that was the Wrestle Kingdom that was Nakamura versus AJ. If you remember that match, they didn't quite live up to that same match in at WrestleMania. But don't forget, it was it was that it was that it was that pay-per-view, that Russell Kingdom. I remember sitting there and watching the replay of it because it didn't air live. It was on pay-per-view, I think, like that week after it happened. And sitting there and watching it, I'm getting like, holy shit, this is this is amazing. Like New Japan is amazing. That was my thought at the time. I mean it still is. I think because of the realism of, of it and people were always complaining about and you were starting to see it at this time, the whole kind of more athletically focused wrestling that was quote unquote turning into a quote unquote spot fest. But at least with this New Japan stuff, you were getting that hard hitting style that I was just like, oh, okay. This is a different presentation for pro wrestling, but obviously there are guys here that have this American. Because I knew who AJ Styles was. I mean, you knew I knew who he was because of what he did with uh, with Impact and 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 watching that. I didn't even talk about Impact TNA. Now nah, they're going back to the TNA moniker, but they were just and you can see how much pro wrestling I have watched over the years. To feel like I can sit here and and give my perspective on what's happened over the years and and kind of talk about this going forward. And and one thing I I, I will say, because it, it is it's on the top of my mind now because I do watch a lot of AEW now. I don't really watch a lot of WWE, but that I think that is going to change for the podcast. And I will eventually get into why I kind of dropped off almost completely for WWE at some times. But there was a quote, and you're going to hear me moving around here until I get some better, um, a better sound <laughs> situation going on here. But 
it's top of mind right now because of something that Eddie Kingston said. It was either in a podcast, as you hear my phone going off on, on a table. It was either in a podcast or an interview just about like, you know, nobody's opinion really matters. I mean, it, it really, I mean, you think about it, 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 it doesn't. It, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. Everybody's got one. Um, I try to make sure that mine are more level-headed than what you'll see on the internet. At least I like to think so, because I do believe constructive criticism is good. But, I mean, part of the reason why I'm doing this is because I love to talk. (laughs) I have the gift of gab, and I've had that gift of gab for a very long time. I mean, the fact that I've gone almost 21 minutes here nonstop without taking a break or even taking a sip of water just kind of shows you the passion that I have for this kind of stuff. So, you know, even though you're going to hear me speaking about, kind of going back to the topics, I am going to talk about AEW a lot here because that's kind of what I'm rolling with right now. I love the New Japan presentation and I've got a subscription to New Japan World and I'm very excited about the matches that we're going to see coming up at Wrestle Kingdom. So I am going to talk about that. I am going to review that. The first episode, actual episode one, I'm going to do a deep dive into Full Gear. And I'm going to give you my opinions on Full Gear. And you know what? The following week, I'm going to make sure I sit down and watch Survivor Series. Because who knows who we might see show up at Survivor Series. And I'm always interested in, in the war games aspect of... Uh, you know, those matches in general. So that's kind of that's kind of the pro wrestling stuff. There's so much more there, I, I think. And I definitely think that I am more intimately familiar with the pro wrestling stuff versus the video game stuff. Though I have been getting better with the video game stuff because there are there are gaps, I I think, in, in my journey with video games but don't i mean just and to go into that i mean i'm an atari kid man i mean i i grew up on atari here's the thing here's the funny thing i i think that people are gonna find i i i when i think about it i kind of find it funny we had atari but i did a lot of my gaming on the commodore 64 man that was i had a really big thing about computers back in the day when i was growing up to where I really did think I was going to be a computer programmer, but unfortunately, as I got older, I learned that math was not really my my strong suit in life and that I was better at writing. So that idea of uh, being a computer programmer kind of went out the window in, in, in many ways, uh, but I always had an affinity for technology and for... Um, you know, for video games in general. So I think, you know, after Commodore 64, I got the Nintendo really late in its life cycle because, I don't know, it just wasn't a thing that we really needed at the time. It was very strange. I think it was because my cousin who lived in the same building, who was the daughter of the uncle I mentioned before with the wrestling, they had a Nintendo. So I would go up there and I would play their Nintendo. And I spent countless hours 
beating Super Mario Brothers 1, beating Super Mario Brothers 2, beating Super Mario Brothers 3, okay? The only thing that I played up there that I never beat was the first Zelda. Never, never really, never got through it. I, it, I, <laughs> people are going to probably grill, you know, kill me here but saying this, but I just never really got into Zelda. Really, in, even to this day, just wasn't, you know, I don't know, really not my, not my thing. So, but again, getting the Nintendo late, but then we did have, my brother was getting older to the fact that Super Nintendo and PlayStation and N64 and uh, GameCube and I had a Sega, I had a Sega Genesis and I had a Sega Saturn. I'm sorry, Sega CD. My brother had a Dreamcast, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2. I mean, I've almost played every system out there that's been made, even the Game Boys, because my brother had the Game Boy in the family. It wasn't it wasn't me or my sister. He had the Game Boy. Played a lot of Game Boy. Played a lot of, uh, you know, what was the game? I forget about the Game Boy. You know, what came after the Game Boy when they started kind of putting color. I think it was the Game Boy color. Um, my, my, my brother had a Game Gear. <laughs> Remember that thing? The, the handheld Genesis thing? Uh, I've owned the PSP. I've had a Vita. My, my brother's had all these uh, all these uh, systems. Um, today, I, I've, I'm, I'm sitting in my office right now. And I've, got, I've got my Xbox Series S sitting here. I've got my Switch. And in the living room, I've got the PS5 and the Series X. Um, and I've got the Portal coming in. The PlayStation Portal coming in soon. The one thing that I did buy that I wasn't really crazy about was the uh, the Logitech uh, device. Wasn't I, I? I sent that back after a very short time because I just wasn't. It, I don't know. I, I'm hoping that the PlayStation Portal is gonna gonna scratch an itch that I that I have right now as far as having something in that form factor that I can bring into this office. And play as there are downtimes during my job. And the fact that my girlfriend is moving in soon. And even though we're going to have three TVs in this household. Um, I think it would be nice to have something like the PlayStation uh, Portable to have. And just, you know, I can play that on the couch while she's watching TV and you know, we can be in the same in the same room together. Uh, I'm so excited to test that out, and that's going to be part of episode one too. Is is talking about about the PlayStation Portal? So, I think I'm going to stop there again. I wanted to use episode zero to set the scene and give you an idea about what I'm about. I don't know if there's going to be music <laughs> in this first episode, a musical introduction or or, or outro. Um, TBD, you could hear some music this, this episode zero, or I could leave it uh, for, for episode, uh, for actual episode one. But um, just to give you a little sneak peek on what I'm going to talk about for episode one, Definitely going to talk about Full Gear. I mean, that is kind of with, without a doubt. 
Um, they are setting some stuff up that I am interested in seeing. I, I think Jay White versus MGF will be will be really good. I'm very curious about this uh, Jericho Kenny Omega versus the Bucks tag team match and and and, and seeing where where that goes. Uh, Adam Page versus Strickland should be pretty good. And I think those are really the only three. Oh, the women's, there's a women's championship match between uh, Tony Storm and uh, Sheeta. Jeez, I can't even remember Sheeta's name right now. But yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm curious the way that show's gonna, that show's gonna um, play out because we've seen AEW have these weak buildups to, these pay-per-views, but then the pay-per-views are, are are bangers. And if you're not really paying attention to that, I'm sorry, but they but they are because their last three shows have been have been really good from a pro wrestling uh perspective. So um yeah, as my as my monitor uh went to sleep there, but I'm still <laughs> I'm still recording. So anyway, thanks for joining me on episode zero. Again, this is going to be I think that the thing that's exciting about this is that this is going to be a journey going forward about how this podcast might evolve in in different aspects. I mean, I mean, I do have some, I do have some pretty high aspirations, and I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't think I could make it into into something. Time will tell. I mean, podcasts come and go, so that's kind of the other thing. That's at play here, but they they always say you get through the first ten episodes and you get a rhythm going, then you should be good. Whether you know I can, um, I, I guess financially uh, <laughs> have an impact in, in you know if this if this podcast can have a financial impact on my life. I I, I think that'd be that would be great. I mean, I there's something things that I'm thinking about. As far as Patreon is concerned and as far as YouTube is concerned, I would love to be on video, uh, have this on video at, at some point. I, I think that that will hopefully um, happen. I don't know if it's going to happen. It's not going to happen right away. But there are there are things I'm thinking about. And this is going to kind of be a slow burn because you have to forget I work 50 hours a week, basically. So I'm do I'm doing that and... You know, trying to get this off the ground and basically recording. The plan is to publish this every Wednesday at, at, at the moment. So there's not going to be a lot of editing. It's basically going to be put the microphone on, record, do it in all in one shot, and then publish. So hopefully that sounds good. Hopefully the sound quality gets better. There are some things that I need to play around with in this room you should have seen me earlier today messing around before recording this episode and using various mics and platforms to see kind of what sounded the best with what I have. So hopefully again, as we go forward, the audio sounds better. Obviously, things will be much more formatted going forward to where we're talking about pro wrestling in one section of the podcast and then talking about video games in a different section of the podcast. And there will be a clear... You will you will see the way I break it up because I've done this before. 
with other podcasts to where there is a true like marking in the episode about where you're going to find things. And I will have timestamps and things like that. So looking forward to that. I, I, I really am. So thanks for hanging in there uh, for the for this half an hour. And I'm hoping that you're going to um, kind of come back to this. And uh, yeah, I haven't thought of a funny sign-off type of thing. I, I guess I should think of one being that I'm going to be talking about <laughs> pro wrestling. Maybe I should have a funny uh, a funny catchphrase, but I feel like it has to come naturally. So until then, take care of yourselves, and I will see you next week for episode number one. Thanks a lot. Take care.